Hello and welcome back to the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast with me, Laura Royal from DNA Coach. And even warmer welcome to episode two. This week is all about the DNA of leadership. Let's dive right in. In last week's episode, I introduced you to the DNA of coaching and some great coaching questions that you can use to self-coach or coach others. In this week's episode, a similar theme by reviewing the DNA of leadership and some important reflection opportunity as well. So let's first of all define what do we mean by leadership? Well, the word leadership is defined as the action of leading a group of people or an organisation. Yet, why do so many people have a discomfort about the word leadership? Perhaps it's its links to hierarchy in a business or someone's tenure or someone's decades of experience, or the advancement of aptitudes. But let me be crystal clear. Every single person that I know, both personally and professionally, is a leader in their own way. Everyone. And in business, I think it's important to create a culture of leaders at all levels. You're going to experience that today. An easier, more digestible way to think about leadership or being a leader is considering what it's all about. The closest possible synonym that we have to the word leadership is influence. So leadership is all about influence, positive and helpful influence at that. We all have the ability to influence. How amazing would it be to be the kind of leader who has that positive influence and the development of another person in your business. Think about that for just a moment. Now, you probably have a great sense already of what makes someone a great leader, but let's think about that and some of the great leaders that you recognise, maybe from your own personal experience earlier in your own career, or leaders on a global stage. Think about the people who positively influence you. Ask yourself, what is it about them? What is it about their style? What makes them stand out for you? Perhaps it's a quality or a skill or an attribute or a behaviour that they possess or they demonstrate. Now, I'm fortunate to have had a number of amazing role models and mentors in my working life and, of course, in my personal life too. And I also noticed some of the great world leaders today as well. Jacinda Ardern is a firm favourite of mine. Now, if I think about some of the positive influences, those leaders in my life and and in my work, there's likely a common thread that aligns them all. Often, it's down to the values these people demonstrate, the human-centeredness about them and their approach. Identifying your leadership style is closely linked to your personal values, you know, the things that we hold true to ourselves. Values are the things that you believe are important in the way that you live and the way that you work. Let's dive into that a little bit more. If we look at the dictionary definition of the word value, it's the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, the worth or the usefulness of something, or the principles or standards of behaviour. It's one's judgment of what is important in life. Think about that for just a moment. Our values Well, these are our standards, our ideals. It drives a lot of your decisions. It drives a lot of our behaviours and the actions that we take. Now, everyone's values will vary. They are unique to you and they're often based or formed in our upbringing and continue to be influenced 
through life and work experiences, they can also change over the passage of time. Knowing your values can shape your leadership style. It can also help you define your purpose, influence your behaviour and help you make the right decisions for you in the moment. Take some time and ask yourself some questions to help develop an awareness of your values. So what is important to you and why? What drives you? Why do you do what you do? And lastly, how would you want to be described as a human being in your workplace? What would your legacy be? Now take some time to note down these reflections, your thoughts. You'll find these questions in the downloadable toolkit that accompanies this podcast, which you will have received if you are subscribed. And if you're not subscribed, then why ever not? Head on over to www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast to subscribe there. And if you are listening to these retrospectively, then drop us a note to hello at dnacoach.co.uk and tell us which toolkit you would like and we'll get it on over to you. In my career, I have witnessed some horrendous leadership styles from people being more of a boss or a manager than that of a leader, where people are ruled by command and control, micromanaged within an inch of their lives, super directive approaches that some leaders, inverted commas, would describe themselves as being assertive, but I observed and other people observed them to be rude and borderline or outright aggressive. I've been in jobs and businesses where people are ruled by a culture of fear, where the job itself or someone's professional status is called into question or is put at risk. A place where people are still performance managed as a way to discipline or attempt to remedy poor performance. I've seen cultures where people are brought together for a morning sales meeting that's supposed to be motivational that quite frankly turned into a character assassination or where people are praised or recognised purely if they are at the top of a sales board all about output. I can't tell you how many times I've observed people being shouted at, being swore at or being belittled in the workplace or a culture that prevails with bullying, harassment and victimisation. Let me tell you now this is not leadership. This is a dictatorship. Being a great leader starts with a choice that you make. Now, I know that if you're here today, you are serious about being a truly awesome leader. We all have a decision. We all have a choice. We can choose to be that mini dictator of your workplace and rule people by fear. Or you can choose to take a more human-centred approach and treat people with a style that helps them realise their potential and be at their best. So, how do we do that? Well, first of all, let's get to your core, your DNA, and what makes you tick. Okay, the question I asked earlier, think back to those great leaders and their qualities, their style, their skill and attributes that they possess that you recognise. Who are they? Remind yourself of that. What are those qualities? What is that style or skill or attribute that they possess? Did you note them down? Do any of them match the values that you hold to be true for yourself? Do they match the values and the questions or the responses that you gave to the questions I asked earlier? Let me share with you some leadership qualities that are important if you want to demonstrate a great style of leadership. Maybe these will even align with your own personal values. 
quite simply treats people like an individual, but with a support level like they are a member of your family. See each person as exactly that, a person, not a resource or a number or a direct report or a subordinate. Oh, that language genuinely gives me the fear. Get to know your people. Ask people to share their views. Demonstrate empathy and a collective care approach. Take that time to truly understand people's situation, their experience, their perspective. Have that willingness to listen and learn what's going on for each person inside and outside of work. Be ethical and inclusive in your approach. When people feel that they are important, they feel connection and belonging. They know that they are treated well and they feel truly included. This builds a great foundation of trust and collaboration. People become engaged, committed and invested in what they do and why they do it and how they play that important part in the organisation. This next one's so important, really truly aligns with my own values. Demonstrate a do what's right approach. Integrity. Integrity is important. Practice what you preach. Follow through on your commitments, own your mistakes, share your learnings and your fallibilities. We all have them. No one's perfect. Hold yourself accountable and encourage others to do so as well. Ultimately, it's about doing the right thing. And lastly, great communication is key. It helps empower and it helps inspire. Where possible, avoid puppeteering, so doing a lot of telling and directing. Give clarity by expressing ideas and sharing information and encourage others to do so as well. Be curious, ask those questions, listen to the feedback and encourage that for your team also. Now, I'm merely scratching the surface here. There are so many other qualities, skills and attributes, but certainly those are some to tap into as a great starter for 10. Okay, for me, I love being around people. I love watching the demonstration of human behaviour. I love being part of a business and love being part of a team. And I thoroughly enjoy watching leaders in action. Now, remember, everyone can be a leader. We're talking about leaders at all levels. It's about you and how you positively and helpfully influence the people that are around you. Now, for me, the best ones are those that have an approachable, welcoming and friendly manner or style. You might even call it a particular charisma, but for me, I'd call it something different. It's that likability factor that is engaging and sincere. Now, you don't need to be a person that I'd invite to my home every evening for dinner or become my bestie forever, but it's a quality that I look for in great leaders that it's just someone who is easy to be around. It shouldn't be difficult. Anyone in your company, me for example, we can be who we are in that person's company, not have to make any apology or excuse for who we are and what we bring, the value that we bring to your organisation and vice versa. As a colleague or a team member, I should be able to approach a leader even in the most difficult of times and not be judged. I can be vulnerable. I can say I don't know something or hold my hand up and admit any mistakes, knowing that I'll be supported by that great leader to find that move forward point. Ultimately, a great leader has that uniqueness that makes them be that person of influence. And it's important to recognise that if you want to be a leader that inspires greatness in the people around you, well, you can't go around telling, directing, demanding and commanding all of the time. 
You need to demonstrate that human-centred approach with compassion and commitment and a good old splash of grit and tenacity into the mix too. Team members, employees, colleagues, we're all fed up with the old school style dictatorship, the one that we probably have in our minds as previous or traditional forms of leadership. It no longer has any place in today's world of work and truth be told, it hasn't done for a very long time. So what do we think about it going forward? If you Google leadership qualities or what makes a great leader, you will find so many helpful articles outlining effective leadership skills and practices. But that phrase effective leadership hmm, sometimes makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Now, all of these articles that I've read and I've read through hundreds, if not more, are all super important. They outline some truly fantastic qualities, attributes, skills that do make great leaders great. But for me, it's the word effective leadership. I instantly feel flat. It's like a minimum standard to achieve and not much else. It feels like a tick box to complete during a performance review or a competency assessment. And genuinely, all of which makes me shudder and wants to probably throw up on the rug. Instead, why not define who you are as a leader and all of the things that makes you uniquely you? What makes you stand out? What are your values? And how would you like to be known and referred to by others? In your role as a leader, how will you show up? What are you doing every single day that positively and helpfully influences the people around you? Once you've defined that, you'll have defined your very own unique DNA of leadership. Now, we don't just leave it here in this podcast. We will be tapping into more about leadership qualities, skills and attributes, coaching, of course, and all of the wonderful things that makes you uniquely you as our podcast series progresses. But as a final thought, please consider another dimension of being a great leader. It's absolutely okay, more than okay, to be a leader who demonstrates character and humour after all life is too serious, life is too short and isn't it a definitely dull old place and a boring old place to be a carbon copy of everyone else. My final thought for you and a challenge if you choose to accept it, not quite a challenge, should hopefully be quite easy for you, is to let your you shine through to be the best in all that you do. If you are interested in having a chat with us at DNA Coach about leadership or our leadership programmes or our leadership training, please get in touch. You can find information about our Leaders Assemble programme on our website, going to www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash Leaders Assemble. You'll find info on our three programmes, Leaders Engage, Leaders Transform and Leaders Supercharge. Well, that is all from me for now. I've been Laura Royal of DNA Coach, of course, and this has been episode two of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. Don't forget to subscribe www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. And if there's anything you'd like featured on future episodes, then why not drop us a note to the DNA Coach team at hello at dnacoach.co.uk. 
Go out there and be a truly awesome leader. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Please feel free to share. Take care and bye-bye for now.